and thank you for joining me today on the podcast, Just Speak. I am your host, Justine, and I speak to you frankly and justly. Today, I'll be speaking about issues, events, and controversy towards the LGBTQ rights. Today, as I am talking to you, the date is July 10th, meaning that Pride Month has ended 10 days ago. I am sure a lot of you have heard about this special month, about being an ally or celebrating for members to the LGBTQ plus community, and how brands change their icons and sell products in rainbow color. But the moment of Pride Month has ended, so did all the rainbows. Is this really the right way to deal with it? Some brands have donated a large amount of money to politicians who have pushed the anti-gay lesbian legislation in the last two years. But then, on June 1st, their logo on their social media changed to rainbow for the rest of the month. The support to the LGBTQ plus is not really there. The short support of the LGBTQ plus community is what I think should be changed to yearly and not only for a month and use it as an opportunity to market the brand's product. Now, you must be wondering, what is the right way to approach the Rainbows of Pride Month? The example of that was Kellogg's Together with Pride cereal. The company donated a portion of their sales to GLAD, and the cereal box also has an area where you can write your pronouns. Kellogg's cereal is helping and educating the youth and giving support to young LGBTQ plus members that Kellogg is accepting who they are. If you're not sure what GLAD stands for, it is for Gay Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, and its goal is to solve discrimination against people of the LGBTQ plus community. I think you're, you're asking me, is like trans women inclusion more important than fairness in sport? But again, my point is that trans inclusion is fairness. Um, it is unfair to exclude legal and medical women, trans women, from women's sport. With the Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony starting on July 24th, let's talk about issues regarding transgender athletes in sports. The big issue regarding transgender athletes is a bit one-sided and very controversy. By one-sided, I mean that is mostly towards transgender females. Canadian transgender athlete Rachel McKinnon, also the one you heard talking in the beginning of this segment, set a best time in Master Track Cycling World Championships. There's also a lot more instances where transgender female athletes broke records. Sometimes it even became dangerous when MMA fighter Phelan Fox twice broke an opponent's skull to win matches. The injuries on his opponent were so severe they could have died if the match were not stopped by a referee. The reason for the big advantage that these athletes have is the testosterone level and physical ability. Biological males have bigger lungs, stronger heart, bigger bones, and more muscle mass than females. For transgender athletes, there is a rule to take a pill to lower the level of testosterone. But it takes a while for the pill to take effect, and depending when you transition, it can be even longer. For transgender males, they need to take the opposite, which is a pill to gain testosterone. Still, 
these athletes have never gained an advantage compared to transgender females with biological males. The change I think should be done is have much stricter rules towards transgender athletes taking the pill that reduce their testosterone levels. Maybe it starts months or even years before the competition. I also think that there's not enough research done towards these athletes. And if that pill will really make both transgender females and biological females equally as capable to win. If this turns out wrong, maybe transgender athletes should have their own division, but that is at the bottom of the list because I am sure it will not be needed. As this short episode of Just Speaks comes to a close, we are now at our final topic, that is discrimination towards the LGBTQ plus community that is still here today. As we start to jump into the topic, let's recap and talk about what discrimination is. Discrimination is the unequal treatment of a person or group and their identifying characteristics. Some includes your age, your race, your sex, national origin, disability, gender identity, religious belief or activity, pregnancy status, and their social orientation. And some action of discrimination is denying equal pay, denying goods and services, and harassment. Let's talk about the impacts that those actions may be, and that is a lot of physical health, mental and psychological health, education, employment, and housing status. Let's go a bit data-y and talk about some percentage of the discrimination that today, in 2021, is faced at the LGBTQ community. 68.5% LGBTQ respondents in a 2017 survey who had experienced discrimination reported a negative impact on their psychological well-being. And also, 56.6% of the LGBTQ respondents from the same survey reported a negative impact on their neighborhood and community environment. What needs to be changed? I believe that most of those experience of discrimination is caused by people who had a negative mindset on the LGBTQ plus community. There should be have there should have more strict rules on these actions that should tell these people, stop, that's wrong. The mindset of these people also needs to be changed, but as they are negative, they are also positive, as today, the young are taught about these problems and issues, and when the media giving us support, the youngest generation have become the biggest allies to the LGBTQ plus communities. That is all I have to talk about in today's episode in my podcast, Just Speak. Now I am ending this audio. Have a little thinking time and think about what you would have done towards history's issues. Do you agree with me or do you have a completely different approach? My name is Justine Belanger and see you next week in Just Speak.